Tyler, global pandemic dentering. I'm Connery. You are not Ape Hansen. <laughs> and this is The Franchise, a podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes they're about... Uh, wait, have we covered any other talking animal podcasts or <laughs> movies? I don't think King Kong's talked. Uh, do the Skeksis count? Are they animals? No. no. Too bad we didn't cover Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron right before this. <laughs> wait, no, does he talk either? Tate. He does not talk. Tate. No, he... Uh... <laughs> He thinks. <laughs> he thinks, therefore he is. Yeah. Sometimes we talk about thinking animals in the future. <laughs> this is all going well. Yeah, great. And uh, sometimes we talk about very intelligent apes. Mm-hmm. Joined by, as he's already spoken, because I asked him to, <laughs> my friend Tate Hollander. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm here to talk about apes. It's Tate. <laughs> Tapes. Tapes? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll we'll dwell on that for a little bit. <laughs> Books on tape. Uh, mm-hmm. The only the only book in this is Black Hole, which is a comic, I guess. Uh, yeah. So. yeah, the most teen angst comic to ever be looked at by a teenager or an orangutan yeah, or an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other choice: is give the ape a comic book. <laughs> yes, it was beautiful. If you give the if you give an ape black hole, it's gonna ask for blankets. If you give an ape a cookie, give ape a cookie, he's gonna want milk. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's less the. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's gonna want milk. That's yeah, I know. I was trying to make it. It didn't work. And uh, he's gonna want an assault rifle. <laughs> there oh. we go. Coba. If you Koba. give a, an ape a coba. Wait, he's Koba gonna want. He's ape. gonna want a. Politi- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you Aww. give an ape a Koba, he's gonna want a political revolution. We gotta workshop this. We'll get it by the end of this episode, everybody. <laughs> don't worry. We'll really just jam it in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you don't know for now, by now for some reason, we're covering Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, the second installment in the newest uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy. I hope you know because that's what the title of the episode is. Yes. But uh, yeah, I've been really excited for this one. It blew me away in theaters and. Tate, I can't remember. Did we did we see this in theaters together? Uh, or I'm not sure. I can't remember. Maybe I saw it with Cameron. Maybe, but it just like it seems like around that time. It was like 2014, I think. Yeah, it's like, it's like 14. Yeah, 26. No, 14. 14. But yeah. that's okay. It was what seven years ago. So yeah, <laughs> I think I it's know. fine that neither of us remember. But I'm just <laughs> like, I think I just have the memory. I'm like, this is a very Tate movie. I think. It it is a very Tate movie. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I'm curious. Um. Just just a good action summer blockbuster. There you go. Well made. That's also like very pensive. <laughs> yeah. Deeply sad. It's got something going on in there. <laughs> yeah. The monkey want peace but can never have peace. Yes. Monkey no want war. <laughs> monkey no want war. Yeah, he thought he was better than human. Mm-hmm. But... Ape like human. Mm-hmm. Yes. let's just do the whole episode like as if we're speaking like the apes sure i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) be a very short episode Uh because most of them don't even talk yeah (laughs) but i guess before we get into the movie proper we have to do our usual segment of what is new I keep getting it worse and worse. Like the second right before I say what is new, I just instantly get what is love stuck in my head. Yeah, it's just, it keeps, uh, it keeps getting more and more like what is love. Yeah, but you're like, what is new, baby? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just, what's new? And then you're like, what is, is new? new? And you're like, there we go. What is new? <laughs> AP, don't hurt me. No, no. <laughs> no, no. 
Wait, no, that's a different song. That's the Amanda okay, sorry, show. Sorry, what's what's new, Connery? Uh, what's new? <laughs> this well, I felt very rushed to do a what's new considering we recorded yesterday. Don't but tell them that it's the mystery I, of podcasting. I love telling the audience our recording schedule. It's just that's what fine. I like to you do. do you, <laughs> but uh, what is it? Shit. This morning, I decided to watch Sweet Tooth after watching Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and I only got through the first one and a half of the season that's out, but I really, really enjoy it so far. I think it's really, really cool. It's about a uh, little boy who's half animal, half human, and uh, it's him surviving this kind of another pandemic apocalypse movie, funny enough, about the human race being annihilated by a disease and animal hybrid humans being being born that are immune to it. Very topical. Wow. Very topical. Everyone's having a lot of fun. I saw a lot of like the stay six feet away signs, people wearing mm. masks. So I'm like, everyone's really, I think you, Tyler, were like, movies are going to comment, movies and shows are going to comment on like this whole thing for a long time or use it as fodder. Yeah. Sweet Tooth is that. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, based on a comic by, who's the author? Jeff again? Lemire. Oh, okay. And he did, um, I'm did, he, did uh, he do Chew? Is that someone else? Uh, n- yeah, that's somebody else. I think he did one about like an underwater underwater welder. Welder. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did underwater welder. He did. Uh, he did Batman. Killer Smile. He did. Uh, what else? Is he? I, I own a lot of Jeff Lemire books. He's great. Oh, he did Black Hammer. That one's super kick ass. That's like a superhero book. It's really good. I have uh, a, a hardcover omnibus, but I haven't ooh. read it yet. Oh, you should. It's pretty kick ass. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's it's a really good one. Oh, I'm thinking of Animal Man. I oh, read Battle yeah. Run and uh, Old Man Logan. Oh, yeah, oh, he, like he did the, do Old Man Logan. The OG Logan. one, like, with all the Hulk family that's not uh, in the No, movie. Mark Miller did did the Old Man Logan. He did a new re-release of Old oh, Man Logan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. where he's, like, in the current MCU timeline. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very it's very <laughs> interesting. I think that was a time when uh, X-23 X was, uh, was Wolverine's. I think they did a lot of team-ups every now and then when Wolverine was, like, canonically dead. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I need to read some Wolverine comics just to like catch up or X Men comics because like mm-hmm. the lo- like I've seen all the X Men movies but all the X twenty three and X yeah like there's different variants of the uh, Weapon, Weapon X, X. Yeah. yeah I'm just like oh <laughs> yeah it's yeah he's like it's a, a son and it, it's it's just weird I don't know I I have Tom Taylor's uh, omnibus of the all new Wolverine which is all Laura Kinney which is like that's cool Slater Kinney it's, no it's like she's <laughs> she's a uh, X X two three oh gotcha yeah okay mm. so. And for some reason, I also think of Terminator 3 for some reason. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like the numerical thing, T- T-1000, T-100 yeah. kind of thing. I forget her designation in Terminator 3, but uh, can't wait to cover that one day. It's like the most early 2000s like <laughs> fashion robot movie. That's going to be so, like, uh, if we're, if, I assume we're going to cross over into like the other Terminator movies, too, that are like modern day with like Christian Bale and like... Yeah, Terminator is so weird. Do those <laughs> even franchise? count? We're going to have like a conspiracy board of like what is going on in that series, I feel like. Everybody loves Genesis, right? It's everyone's Terminator favorite. Well, I don't even know which one that yeah, was. Yeah, I've never seen that. That's the, the one I haven't seen. That's the one with the dragon queen lady. From Game uh, of Thrones? Yes. Yeah, and one of those. And Captain Boomerang. <laughs> and Captain Boomerang. Jai Courtney. Jai <laughs> Courtney. Anyway, so that's what's new with me right now. Tyler, what's new with you? Uh, Not too much either, but <laughs> I did start playing. Uh, There's like a remaster of God of War 3, mm-hmm. and I've never played that oh. one. I just remember whenever God of War 2 came out, like almost 20 years ago at this point. I don't know, like 15 years ago. At the end of it, you're like climbing Mount Olympus to go fight all the gods. And I was just like, wow, that's so cool. Because that's how I sound as a teenager, apparently. Kratos screaming, Zeus, <laughs> I have returned. 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, I started returning and just <laughs> killing gods. Um, not really a spoiler because I think that's the whole point of the game. Yeah. So uh-huh. I've only I've barely played. I just killed Poseidon, and I didn't realize <laughs> when you kill Poseidon that like all the ocean levels rise. And I was like, oh my god! It just shows people like kind of like just freaking out and drowning and stuff. Oh, wow. like, geez, Kratos is just the angriest. Like I could I should have thought that killing all the Greek gods would cause like destruction on earth but that's just like a whole added layer of he just like doesn't even care he just wants to destroy the whole world <laughs> like his vengeance is all that matters yeah so that's did pretty you, fun did you play the new one the ps4 i haven't yet uh, um it's not that no. yeah yeah <laughs> much not that. i was just playing this a little bit and i'm like wow video games have changed so much in mm-hmm. the past 10 years whenever this one came out mm-hmm. um this one's so like arcadey it's like fun in its own way but it's like very just actually, Kratos is just super mad. <laughs> um, so I'm like, wow! It made me really excited to play the new one uh, when I when I get to that. After I, I got to beat this one first, yeah, and you like, I'm your, sure that'll be like way more nuanced. <laughs> you love your sad middle aged men, so if that's Kratos in the new one. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait. What about you, Tate? What's new? Um, well, I've been watching Crime Scene Kitchen. Ooh, <laughs> what is what that? Is that? On, <laughs> on Fox. It's is either, there a murder in a kitchen? <laughs> it's um, either like a reality cooking show or an anime. I can't tell. <laughs> it's the f- fert, the former. <laughs> but it's basically like someone cooks something in a kitchen mm. and they leave like a bunch of trash everywhere. <laughs> what? Why? And so the, the contestants have to go in and figure out what was made. Wow. And then the that's people it's really, really strange. The people <laughs> the people who who recreate the the cake or whatever is the best wins the, the wins the episode. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> they leave trash pretty much. Everywhere. Yeah. Is the host like a raccoon? No, it's just Joel McHale. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Crime yeah. scene kitchen? Crime scene kitchen. Wow. I don't know why they call it crime scene kitchen because it's it's all baking. So that, I don't know. Crime scene bakery. Yeah. Does that ex- have enough punch to it? I don't know. Crime scene well, oven. It's, 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 the cut, <laughs> it's the cut and cut sounds I think that really sells it. Yeah. Crime scene kitchen. Uh-huh. Crime scene bakery. Crime scene cake. Maybe crime scene cake. Crime scene cake. But it's not always cake. Yeah. I guess I'd box him <laughs> in a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to probably watch an episode tonight. <laughs> it's not It's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> if you like the Great British Bake Off, it's similar. Okay. Yeah. Because they actually show you them cooking the stuff and mm. techniques. And it's not just baking. It's also... No, it's all baking. Oh, it is all baking. <laughs> okay. I like the idea of someone's playing a dead fish head like this. Like, something to do with fish? Yeah. Fish cake? Fish cake? What did you do? And then Joel goes, that's the red herring! Um, yeah. I also watched um, Raya and the Last Dragon last night. Oh, Ooh. how's that? I was it, probably going to watch it tonight. Um, you know, <laughs> it was oh. weird. <laughs> the pacing was really off for me. Yeah. Because... It's like they built this whole fantasy world. Yeah. And they they just jumped from one action scene to the next. Uh, like they didn't explore the world at all, mm. really. But the animation's really good. Yeah. And the action's really good. I just wanted more. Yeah. I saw <laughs> yeah. some like early concept art for like the dragon mm-hmm. that was going on. They made it made they made her look much more like a dragon with like bigger like Chinese dragon teeth yeah. and stuff. And I was like 
that looks cool. Then it just looks like she's very, Elsa from Frozen with like yeah. a dragon body. It's very cartoony. Yeah, so I was like, oh, um, okay. that, it's fine. You know, it's cute. It's for, it's for kids. But I was like, I like the teeth thing a little yeah. bit more. I mean, like, I am a dragon. <laughs> and also, it felt like they wanted to make like a three-hour epic. Oh. But Disney told them to cut it down to under two hours. Oh, boy. Yeah, because if you're going to have like that whole built-out world, it sounds like you wanted more like lore exploration yeah. a little bit. Mm. Maybe. It was... A lot of exposition and then action scenes. Yeah. Maybe they'll pad it out with like a TV series at some point. Mm. I think that's what Disney does. They'll release a show on Disney Plus and be like, yeah. Raya and the Last Dragons. Ooh. And they'll be like plural or something. She has to go around. Like, like that Lilo and Stitch show that existed for a little while where they're finding all Stitch's cousins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that called? I think Stitch's family or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say Raya's worth watching at least. That's good. It's pretty to look at. Yeah. And it's free on Disney Plus. Hmm. <laughs> finally <laughs> yeah yeah it took a while <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm gonna check it out for sure I, I was probably gonna watch that tonight but i'll have to watch crime scene kitchen first <laughs> and then ryan the well, how, how long can that be what 45 minutes for the crime yeah, scene it's kitchen a, it's an, it's an hour-long network show That's solid yeah yeah i'm, a, I'm a big fan of kelly marie tran so she's like the main character right or in crime scene kitchen yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would love for her to have like a cooking game show just any kind of game show she's the main character in crime scene kitchen <laughs> yeah it's always her she yeah. always did it yeah she she's the main character in raya and um aquafina's the dragon right. that's funny a fun cast yeah mm-hmm. it's all asian cast too super cool yeah um, what's his name isn't like squeezed in there as a side character? Eddie Murphy? No, not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> ah! I was thinking Mulan. <laughs> yeah. Also, you yeah. Think of Cliff from Cheers, how he's like been inserted into every Pixar movie ever made. Um, no. The man with Alan, Alan Tudyk? Yes, thank you. Uh, he's probably in there as some he, kind of animal or like something. like a bird sound. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But K2SO. Is he didn't background. have a speaking part. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Moana, he was the chicken, I think. Oh, he's just... Yeah. I like that chicken in Moana a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to watch Moana again, too. Cause I Moana saw was better than Raya. Wow. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. We we sang some Moana yesterday, if you recall. Oh, way, oh, way. For a while, whenever somebody would say thank you, I'd say, you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and getting ready for In the Heights, Lin-Man Miranda. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Is The Rock in that? And he sings? No. no. That'd be cool. It'd <laughs> be really fun if he was. <laughs> have to auto-tune He's like, Piragua! Piragua! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really actually want now. Yeah. <laughs> and too bad it's it's Lynn Manuel as the Piragua guy. Oh, the, he's doing that. All right, fine. That's cool. Whatever. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if he's in it, he might as well just been he just might have been Usnavi again. Like he's too why? old. Oh, I guess he is old now. Yeah. yeah. Old man. He's so old. He's <laughs> just hanging he's out. So old. What's after <laughs> Hamilton? <laughs> What? <laughs> like What's just, next, like... Lynn? <laughs> He's been spending too much time writing uh, songs for Force Awakens and and uh, Little Mermaid remake. <laughs> oh, oh, that's is he what's doing going that on. Too? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, good for him. He's yeah. keeping busy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to do something every hour. We're just waiting on his next masterpiece, which is probably terrifying. I know if I was an artist and I was like. Made a slash of the way. What's next? I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Maybe that's why he hasn't done anything. I Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would feel the same way. But I'm just going to do these little like fun side things uh-huh. and stop talking to me, everyone. <laughs> Every Disney remake that comes out, I'm like hopeful for some reason that it'll be pretty good. Mm. Most of the time, I'm pretty disappointed. <laughs> but oh, like, so Little Mermaid, like, 
I don't know. I just rewatched the original. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that exists. I guess there's sequels. <laughs> yeah, there's Little Mermaid 2, Back to the Sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the Habit. Back in the <laughs> Habit. <laughs> Little Mermaid 2, Back in the sing- Swing of Things, The Abyss Calls. <laughs> it's a, a crossover with the abyss. Yeah, James Cameron's the abyss. Oh well, gets <laughs> trippy. Little Mermaid meets underwater aliens. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> it's awesome. Little Mermaid four. <laughs> she meets the aliens. <laughs> Little Mermaid four. Just the keep city going. underneath. <laughs> What's that like? Cthulhu city. Zog. <laughs> Little Mermaid four. Mars needs mermaids. Mars needs <laughs> <laughs> Certain to not be a box office bomb. <laughs> But yeah, the original Little Mermaid is like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is really good. It's like, well, duh. But I mean, <laughs> I'm hopeful for the remake. Because I'm like, yeah, I would watch that story again with new actors and everything. Zendaya's yeah. got the Little Mermaid in it, right? No. No, who is? Chloe X. Haley. Oh, okay. One of, I, think one of I, them. I think I saw fan art of Zendaya being Little Mermaid. I was like, oh, that's cool. I took yeah. that to be real. Yeah. Did no research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Zendaya's too old. Yeah. <laughs> too old! old. Well, you know. <laughs> you know those Disney <laughs> people. You can cut that. <laughs> that. is too old to date John David Washington. Don't keep referencing it, otherwise I'm being more tempted to cut it. <laughs> I think it's fine. Unless Tate doesn't want it, we'll cut it out. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying the original Tate's character is 16. Yeah. Yeah. Tate's a lawless man. And, and, and Eric dates that an is underage weird. girl. Yeah, it is weird. Mm-hmm. It, did, it came out in 1989 and they didn't have a problem with it. We should talk about Donald Planet of the Apes at some point. But yeah, I think, yeah. didn't they take out a kiss in like the Snow White the ride that they no, just they, redid? I thought they added a kiss. Oh, okay. Oh, they added one. People were mad because they was like non consensual or whatever, but it's also the story of Snow White, so Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Because I mean, just like all those Disney princesses. I mean, if you just... were if you were cast a curse on you and the only way you could be woken up with this true love's kiss. You would consent. I would hope yeah. it's Shrek. <laughs> My my, I feel like yeah, like I, I think that's the point. Maybe your consent is it's true love. So oh. this is some like who, de- like we're who getting determines it. We true all this love? Out. Exactly. <laughs> who determines true love? Everybody's lighting everyone up and down the block and kissing this dead woman. Well, yeah. yeah, not good. <laughs> the dwarves tried already. <laughs> oh, God. Grumpy was like, maybe it's me. <laughs> Let's get out of this Transformers Four like discussion. <laughs> It's really terrible. Does everyone have to kiss Optimus to wake we're, him up? Like, what happened? We're, talking about, we're talking about Drake Bell before this off air. And oh my god! Uh, uh, we're, this ep- I need to. We need to. The podcast has to end now. Why does it have to end? We're not doing anything bad. <laughs> we're just discussing Disney movies. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> this is what they did. <laughs> These are the sins they commit. Way back in 1937. <laughs> we're reporting on them. Far we're be- journalists. Far more egregious than the crimes of Grindelwald. I think oh. ever could be, which I'm pretty sure the crimes of Grindelwald was like maybe money laundering. <laughs> or maybe. just like money laundering in that he did his laundry without putting quarters in. <laughs> <laughs> That's his form of that. He was like, activate. And the laundry machine when I was like, hey, Grindelwald. And he just got <laughs> shrug. <laughs> Tate, real, yes. real quick. We got to talk about Donald Flanagan's, but your thoughts on Crimes of Grindelwald, the movie? I never saw oh, it. Okay, <laughs> thoughts I'm... on this. J.K. Uh, Rowling's put in canon, according to Pottermore, that before modern plumbing, 
Uh, oh, they just poop themselves. And that's then... not canon. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, come no, on. I uh, I'm saying that right now. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's not my canon. Not it, the, it's canon. Hashtag not my canon. Not the worst thing J.K. Rowling's ever said by a long stretch. But true. Um, if she stayed at that, that'd be fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But. If she just went on to more about the plumbing or the wizarding world, <laughs> I feel like just I'd be very happy. On that. Is there a Mario and Luigi in the Harry Potter and also, world? And also, if Definitely. you can just operate your poop away with an apparatus, how can they just be pooping in like porky shoes or something like that and like teleport their poop to like a dump or whatever or the bottom of Hogwarts Lake? I don't know. I well, they do. Shoes. They do teleport it away after they're done. But yeah. where does it go? Away. <laughs> Where's away, away? Away. I don't know. It's like that spell in D&D where you just go away into a different plane. <laughs> oh, okay. I know which one you're talking about. It goes to like the astral plane. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wherever Voldemort was hanging out before he came back. <laughs> King's Cross. In that little cauldron? Is that where he's hanging out? No, he's like a spirit. Just floating yeah, around. Yeah, remember, remember in King's Cross Station with the dead fetus Voldemort? Yeah, I guess he well, was I that. that was But that was before. A dream. Oh, it's a dream, you think? I don't know. I thought that was purgatory. <laughs> I think that was just like his Horcrux. <laughs> the Horcrux verse? Yeah. If anybody out there knows what Voldemort was doing, like looked like where he was before being on the back of Professor Quirrell's head, please let us know. But not not you, J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't let us know. I don't want to hear from you, yeah. Um, also, Harry Potter committed manslaughter on Professor Quirrell. But that's a, that's a story for another time. It wasn't his It was self-defense. <laughs> he didn't even and also, do anything. all he did was touch him. How does it feel to be 11 years old and knowing you've killed a man? <laughs> this leaves scars. <laughs> what? It leaves scars. Oh, Everyone's yeah. like, your scar here is like, the scars you can't see are much worse. <laughs> Well, well, this has nothing to do with the episode or the movie we're doing today. No, but uh, I you, mean that's 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 why we're here. That's why we're here. More but we need to finally get. Oh, yeah. so you know, has more visible scars. Koba in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That's true. And that's what humans are. That's what humans did. Human work. Yeah, human. Human work. work. Mm. Human work. Muggle work. Muggle, Muggle work. work. Koba's also a wizard. Wizards would never. <laughs> Is there an apes crossover with Harry Potter? There's there's one with King Kong in the comics, but oh wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty rad. Do with they apes or with Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> with, like, with Sign of the Apes, I think King Kong defends the humans because he likes humans. Oh, like you s- he would. How dare he? He wouldn't. <laughs> he likes. Uh, Who wrote and, that? He likes Andero a lot, but but why? Well, <laughs> like you see this like sentient race of people of like monkeys, and you're just like you wouldn't be like my people. You'd just be like. No, I'm gonna go over here with the 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 naked apes. Can you imagine if King Kong was sentient though? He'd be like King King Louie, King Kong. We're assembling our super team of like apes. Right Is he now. not sentient? He's kind of King Kong. He's much smarter than a normal like a uh, giant gorilla, I guess. But he still, <laughs> still acts like a gorilla, just like the big gorillas in <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, yeah, the girls don't exactly speak in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes no. much. Or rise. <laughs> or rise. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they try, yeah. though. They do try. Mm, that one Dawn screams when he sees a human. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where are we with this? Let's just start from the beginning, I guess. There's a global <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, literally. People are wearing wow. masks and, like, this is all normal. This is not weird at all. And it's like watching this in 2014, you're like, Oh, this is so sci-fi. That's weird. Yeah, so like, oh my god, that's so crazy. Out of this world, I'm like, no, that'll (laughs) never happen. It's real. It's all of it. The pandemic, the monkeys, all of it, all of it. They're in the forest right now. (laughs) 
Oh, San all, Francisco. Yep. <laughs> all because of a guy who didn't wear his... Well, because of a crazy scientist, uh, another scientist who wouldn't wear his mask and just coughed up blood on everybody, <laughs> and a really, really mad airplane pilot. <laughs> really mad. <laughs> mad and stubborn enough to be too sick to work. Yeah, so... James Franco world. has some blame, also. Oh no, he's solely <laughs> to blame. He's the crazy scientist. Oh, it's not, oh I it's see. It's not conveyed at all, really, that he's like, <laughs> like he. I don't remember the last time you saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes tape, but he just keeps his like canisters of oh, that's ape true. super serum in I, his I never, fridge. I never really thought about that. Yeah. The only other time I've seen that is in The Incredible Hulk, where he just keeps like the Hulk juice. Or no, Stanley accidentally drinks the Hulk juice. <laughs> yeah, but that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Good cameo, good cameo. And, yeah. the, and we also talked about last time about the fact that James Franco further weaponized the disease to be more aggressive. Mm, that is true. Yeah. He created the variant. Yeah, he created the variant. He's the problem. Yeah. And I like how they go back to the house in this movie. And yeah. He's just watching a recording. And mm. it's just like James Franco's nowhere to be found. It's like, yeah, he definitely just like. He's dead. If yeah, like he's gone. definitely dead. <laughs> his skeleton. I would like his skeleton to be like huddled in the corner somewhere. But, but it, like. With I his think hair he, still though. I think he's. Yeah. <laughs> with his hair. But I think he's dead and like hung up somewhere. Swinging yeah, he, under a bridge. Yeah. Yikes. He definitely killed himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he has no shame. No, he probably wouldn't. I, no, I'd say he wouldn't kill himself. It's the mob of people who oh, find out that it's his fault. Like, yeah. hang him and be like, traitor to humanity under with a sign on him being like, Ugh. How would they know? I don't know. I don't think it's that it's too far to like follow the money and see where it goes. I mean, we're having some trouble right now. <laughs> do you think by the, yeah, do you think by the time this episode of the podcast comes out, we'll have figured out where uh, coronavirus came from? Hmm. I don't know. It's got to be that lab. It's gotta be Genesis. I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. We're turning into a Joe Rogan type podcast, but I'm just like seeing this movie makes me believe that somebody would accidentally. I'm not saying that it was created. Let's just cut this out. I don't want to spread. You're not saying there's malice involved. It's an accident. I'm just saying somebody definitely. And playing a lot of Resident Evil lately, I'm just saying if there was a lab that had a virus in it, I wouldn't doubt that someone would just leave it in their fridge or something like James Franco does in this movie. Yeah. yeah humans are too dumb to uh, not do something like that. We just that. shouldn't yeah. be weaponizing diseases. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But uh, it, it creates talking apes. It makes it talking apes. It does. Which and they're the good guys. <laughs> for a yeah. while. Some of them are. Well, actually, the apes are good because Koba's not an ape any longer. Yeah, no. he's not, he's no he's no ape, and he's tra- he believes he's doing the right thing. He only knows that humans are bad. They've only treated him bad his entire existence. Yeah. Did you know that at the end of the? I don't know if you guys watched to the end credits, but apparently <laughs> oh, you can hear Koba breathing. Really? Oh. I was like, no, that's no. too. That's like <laughs> Koba will return. Wow. <laughs> I don't think he does return. No. No, he's like in a dream or something in the third one. That makes sense. I think. Toby Kebbell was in it somehow. The third one, though, mm. and he played someone. I think he he definitely plays Koba again. But to that, this was like the movie that made me pay attention to Toby Kebbell's career. Like I had no idea who he was before this movie, mm-hmm. and I mean I still didn't know what he looked like. <laughs> but I don't know what who he is now. Really? <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like he's been in just like a lot of like stuff, mm. and it, it never really hits. And this is like the first thing I saw him in, and I was like, wow, his performance is just really good. But I, yeah, I mean, I'll pull up a list of things that Toby Kebbell's in. He's Please. in Kong Skull Island. Who is he in is Kong he Skull Kong? Island? Is he the he giant is lizard? Kong. Oh, he good. Is Kong. Oh. Okay. And he's also uh, 
one of the soldiers who gets eaten. He <laughs> that's very that's very similar to the Peter Jackson yeah. King Kong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Andy Circus. And they're both in Planet of the Apes, so they mm. probably hired Toby Kebbell because they're like, yeah, this part's too small for Andy Circus. Yeah. Or to be King well, Kong. I guess it's still big. Maybe mm-hmm. Andy Circus had some loyalty. Yeah, he's well, Andy like, Circus he's like was me in the first Peter one. Jackson. I'm not gonna Yeah. I'm not gonna work with a different director doing yeah. King Kong. Um, he's like, I have to work on Venom too. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have to. <laughs> hey, aren't you excited? It's my dream. <laughs> you have to let there be carnage. Tate. I want Venom to. to make breakfast. <laughs> you need, you need him to make breakfast and then shoot all the ketchup on uh, Eddie Brock or whatever happens. He was like, "Shoot, hot." <laughs> this is the only thing I've wanted to see Tom Hardy do. <laughs> I mean, his entire career. <laughs> He looks like he's having a really fun time. Yeah, he that's does, true. He's doing Venom and Brock. It's fun. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, oh, what I really want is for Venom to do a Bane voice. Oh. Super meta. I guess what? Deadpool would have to be in it, too. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> the fire rises. <laughs> fire rises. I think we're doing Dark Knight later this year. Oh, we are? I think, yeah. We oh, got squeeze, to squeeze in. It's only three. It's yeah. just like, I'm really looking forward to watching Dark Knight Rises again. Me too. Like, last time I saw it, I'm like, that was pretty good. But I, I'm like, I don't know. It's just a pretty good movie. I feel <laughs> like Gary Oldman in this movie is like hot off Dark Knight Rises. And he is yeah. basically being <laughs> yeah. just Gordon again in the apocalypse. That's true. <laughs> he even has like, when he's doing his speech in this movie, he has like a New York accent. <laughs> and it's like, they're in San Francisco. And I'm like, yeah, you can do that as a character where you're like, oh, I'm a New Yorker that lives in San Francisco. But I doubt that's what he's doing. <laughs> you know just, what I mean? He's just He's like, Gordon. this is the accent I know. This is a Chicago, New York accent I did for Batman. <laughs> He's got that Dracula in his British accent. Yeah. He, he was auditioning for the Batman. Yeah. Matt, for Matt Reeves. <laughs> They're like, no, we not not again. We're not there yet. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. Me too. That I, I, I love I love Jerry Garrowman, though, as a James Gordon anyway. I think he's thought, thought he was perfect. Great, good. Who, Gary Oldman? Yeah, Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. He, was great. Oh, yeah. he was great Gordon. But anyways, I just thought it was funny. I'm like, you're just being Jim Gordon. He's very charismatic over the megaphone, being like, they will not breach these walls. I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'll shoot some apes. Oh, wow. Yeah, this this movie is, a, I don't even know, like, we, we've already started, but it's just so dense, I think. And it's There's so, so much. Yeah, and it's, and a it's long only one. two hours and ten minutes. It feels like it's, like, I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm-hmm. It's just so, like, dense and a good like it just feels so lived in and everything mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. the cgs improved since the first movie like yeah. even now it just looks up to par yeah, to like the hair now. on all the monkeys it mm-hmm. just all looks so good yeah they just look like characters i don't i didn't even think that there were cg at mm-hmm. any point i just forgot which is i guess the whole point but. yeah <laughs> i feel like i can really tell the difference between all the apes too whereas i was like oh there's yeah. rocket there's there's caesar and there's caesar's wife there that's his son mm-hmm. yeah it helps mm-hmm. that uh was his name blue eyes his son yeah has yeah. like a big bear claw mm-hmm. on him but i still would have i feel like i still would have known just by like the way the he motion moved, capture yeah. works like the movement of each mm-hmm. character is so convincing mm-hmm. it's yeah just like, he has oh, such like a soft innocent face too yeah and he also gets the revenant. <laughs> he gets a revenant. <laughs> How do we know that wasn't Leo? Well, we don't. I, I think you can look it up. <laughs> no, we'll never know. No. I was going to say, oh, it's like, oh, it even ends with uh, him looking at the camera, which I guess it does. It but does, I yeah. Was, oh, just, yeah. We watch Memories of Murder, <laughs> yeah, and it also <laughs> ends with someone looking directly at the camera. <laughs> That's why I got mixed up, because I'm like, oh, yeah, Caesar looks to the camera, like from profile to that, the camera. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. 
this movie just starts and ends with Caesar's eyes. Yeah, I like which, that. It's cool. I, I do like it a lot, um, but it's just like trying to parse like what the thematic relevance is. I guess it's just like the whole story through his eyes, but like what else is it? Mm, well, he's saying war is coming, maybe, or war, war is already here, and he's looking at us, the humans, and he's saying, hey, war is here. What do you think, Tate? Well, also the like intelligence is in the eyes. Mm. Yeah. That's where, like in the first one where they were talking about, oh, you can see it in their eyes. Mm-hmm. That they've got this virus in mm-hmm. them, so I think it's just reinforcing that he's yeah. uh, he's the super smart one. I briefly thought for a second when they went back to James Franco's house, I was like, I was like, oh man, he's been shot. Like, what are they gonna do? I was like, is he gonna inject himself with another round of? Oh. Like, I would believe that like James Franco still has the disease package in his <laughs> fridge, and she was like, hit me up again. Fridge is <laughs> still on, running on a generator. <laughs> It's Bane, but like the Batman and Robin Bane. Yeah, just totally. Like, <laughs> Caesar gets jacked and like just beats Koba. <laughs> Shatters his back and shucks him off the top of the tower. Yeah. That's something about this that makes it a Tate movie too, though. <laughs> is that it's super grounded. Yeah. yeah. Like it seems like uh-huh. it could happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's real. That's yeah. I'm really excited. I never, I haven't played the games yet, but I'm really excited for the Last of Us show because it seems like yeah. a similar kind of thing where it's like so out there but really grounded, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're totally right on that. There's a there's a bit I liked also in the very end with, with Gary Oldman where he says like I'm saving the human race and he clicks the button to, <laughs> he and just he explodes, explodes himself. and the tower just kind of goes like. <laughs> it kind of like leans a little bit, but it just stays up. He yeah. killed like two apes. <laughs> he did nothing. <laughs> I was like, you did, you did nothing. Just everybody died. Score two. <laughs> Gary Oldman score two apes, one Gary Oldman. <laughs> Self. <laughs> it's like whenever I throw a grenade in like Battlefront or whatever, and I accidentally <laughs> run over it. I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Where it says, it says like. It's like you killed Big Butts Eleven. You killed self minus five hundred points. <laughs> the other point I wanted to bring up, which isn't the most relevant, but I always get yeah, Jason Clark, right? Mm. Yes, that's his name, Jason Clark. I always write. I even wrote it down Jason Isaacs, which bringing back to Harry Isaacs. Potter is oh. <laughs> Lucius he, Malfoy. He would have been good in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he I guess that he would have been, like, if he was Gary Oldman's character, he'd be a little more sinister yeah, than Gary yeah. Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman's very much like, I'm trying to save the human, I'm trying to save mankind. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good in this movie, but it's, I guess that's kind of obvious. Like, Gary Oldman, good actor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who knew? But, uh, yeah, I just always get that mixed up. I really like Jason Clark, though, like, just in anything he's in, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He's just one of those, another one of those guys. It's like mm-hmm. a higher... I hope Toby Kebbell doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> you know he does. He's listening, He's listening right now. <laughs> he, lists, he comments on all of our episodes, you know. They're both just in like a lot of things, but I think Jason Clark has gotten a lot more like visibility. Mm. And for a while, okay, so I got Jason Clark's name mixed up with Jason Isaacs, and for a long time I thought he was Joel Edgerton also, because they look <laughs> kind of similar. They look the same. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and I feel like they're both in that Everest movie. I'm probably wrong, Are they? but I feel like they're both in that like Everest movie. And I'm like, which one was the orc and Bright? I don't even know anymore. It's just all getting more complicated. I forget about the movie Bright. <laughs> was, I don't even know who's in that movie. Will Smith. Will Smith. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he plays the main cop. Oh, wow. And Joel Edgerton plays the orc cop. Yeah. I like He's Joel the first Edgerton. orc on the force. Joel Edgerton's good in that movie. <laughs> and I'm like, man, it's a big commitment to like wearing that makeup every day, too. He's basically the only good part in that movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, are there like pixies or something that Will Smith like swats away? Or I was like, what a what a sad thing the world would be if like 
fantastical things this were like piss off my lawn <laughs> like, that's I, like what onward was yeah that that made me mad too yeah what part <laughs> you, you know like there, i remember trailers for what's what's it called but what happens right. in onward though in onward like. it's just like, a very suburban fantasy yeah world. it's it's like uh, unicorns are eating out of the trash yeah, yeah. i you know like raccoons and you're just like Whatever. <laughs> Hot take, and this will like just t- completely derail the podcast. You mm. know it, but I liked Onward better than uh, Soul. That's fine. I don't like Soul that much either. Uh, okay. Soul was better than Onward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we kept it civil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's eh, fine. I didn't think Soul. I didn't think Soul was that great. I, I like didn't, the music. I didn't think Inside oh, yeah, Out was that really great. Good. I didn't think. Uh, then I'm like, I, and then I'm like, again, I'm, I'm a grown adult. They're not. They're not for me. So. <laughs> But anyway, not to mock everybody who likes this. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, not not to mock. I'm I'm just like, I was like, eh, you know, doesn't do it for me much anymore. It's, um, a, it's a rare bird when it does. The music in Soul is really didn't get an Oscar. The, it, it won. It, it yeah. won. Yeah. yeah, the music in it is very good. The jazz number is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Trent Reznor it's won their, their second Oscar. Ooh, uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Yeah, nice. And John Baptiste. Ooh. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross won over Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross for Mank. <laughs> they beat him. Yeah. <laughs> beat him. <laughs> beat their own worst enemies. <laughs> Nine um, Inch Nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? <laughs> uh, yeah, the music in Soul is really good, and the music's really good in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just rewatched, or just. I rewatched the first Planet of the Apes like from the '60s mm-hmm, recently, mm-hmm. and then I just went on. Uh, whenever I work out of town, I just end up watching a franchise <laughs> that like make that my thing when I'm done with work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just watched all of the originals, all five of them, and um, the music in this is very, what's the word? Mem- not rem- it's like very like the, the original music. I oh, think really? Planet of the Apes, like the xylophone in this mm-hmm. when the apes are go- on the run and everything, like going to go break into the. Uh, human settlement right yeah it's like oh i just really like this and it feels like a little zany even though the whole movie is very grounded it's like Mm -hmm. that's like the little bit of like funky sci-fi from the 60s that i like a lot yeah (laughs) no i think that's one of uh giacchino's better scores Mm. for the for the apes movies nice recently he's been kind of generic but those were good (laughs) toby kevill and michael giacchino are in a room together (laughs) listening to this He did put out uh, an original album, which is interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What has he done lately? I don't know. Spider-Man? He did the score to Call of Duty, the original one. That's yeah. fun. He did a lot of video game music, and I think Lost was his big oh. uh, his big break. Yeah, he's like hovered around Abrams forever. Like mm-hmm. They worked together like, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. He's like his John Williams. <laughs> kind of. That's cool. <laughs> Abrams does want to be Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like last episode our guest was also dunking on J.J. Abrams and I didn't even he realize made the it. rise of Skywalker so <laughs> he, he deserves that. it <laughs> I feel like he came into it with such vanity too I think that's why I'm so okay with people dunking on him he was like yeah. everything's gonna be great setting everything right it's like fuck you <laughs> wait are you talking about Force Awakens no or I'm talking about what's it called Rise of Skywalker yeah like yeah. Ap- after everyone was like, "No, Last Jedi wasn't good," and Last Jedi was amazing, and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna set it all right, guys. Don't you worry." And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, 
I would have just enjoyed, like, at the bare minimum, just, like, if they could fit in somehow another 15 minutes in that movie, because it just feels like they cut down a lot of stuff. And just it's makes it really so long. Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. I think it's it the really longest long? Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I, I mean, I love Star Wars. I would have watched, like, a six-hour Star Wars movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if they kept going, I don't know. Just the beginning feels so rushed, too, I guess. I if feel that like, Brian like, Johnson what, what's, write what's it. What's to do? It's like yeah. drag your feet throughout the beginning of that, though. It'd still be a schlog of going from MacGuffin to MacGuffin. At least tell me they're on Mustafar when they're on Mustafar. <laughs> they were on <laughs> Mustafar? Yeah. yeah, that's when? where you got the thing from the to, do the, to do the thing with the knife. and the... Yeah. Slit my throat. That's with the, dumb. With the Sith assassin knife. No. <laughs> Sith Wayfinder. It's like, you don't get to say shit like that. Unless it's in, like, Vader's castle or something cool like that on Mustafar with the lava. Like, how am I supposed to know that? Well, the, uh, when it says the dead speak, he spoke in Fortnite. Yeah. I I do remember that. (laughs) (laughs) The dead speak? You had to play Fortnite to get the whole story of the rise of Skywalker. It's just ridiculous at a certain point. No, no, it's not at all. (laughs) Fortnite? That's not ridiculous. Fortnite isn't ridiculous. I'm saying... Having to have lore from I know, a movie, I know. I'm you know, <laughs> huh? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm. What the world have become? The world is the world is changing, and I am not. My empire of dirt. That's what Palpatine. That's what Sheev's saying. That's what Sheev's oh, saying. Well. <laughs> This reminds me of there's this bit in a comedy podcast that they talk about like somebody being so unwavering to change their ways. Like, what about the title of your next book? Um, the world is changing, but I will not. <laughs> <laughs> That's JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Rise of Skywalker connection in this movie, though. Okay, good. With uh, Zori Bliss herself. Oh, K- yeah. Who? Uh, Carrie Russell. Oh yeah! <laughs> I don't know who Zori Bliss is. Come on, Tate. I know who Babu Frick. Yeah, that's is. all you need to know. <laughs> Zori Bliss is probably my second favorite Rise of Skywalker character behind Babu Frick mm. because she has like a little bit of characterization. Is she the one that doesn't take their helmet off? Yeah. Oh. I really wish she did in the very end, and then she had just like an octopus tentacle mouth, <laughs> and, like her fun. and Oscar Isaac like made out with her tentacles wrapping around his head. Like that'd be really fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, but. They it's never give me anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many humans in Star Wars. It's disgusting. <laughs> there needs to be more apes in Star Wars. We should be a minority at that point with like being that far yeah. into the galaxy. <laughs> but yeah. Carrie Russell in this? I had only seen her in The Americans. That's what I was going to say. That's oh, before. Mm-hmm. I know she's like known she was in Felicity. Felicity, but I never watched that. Mm. Same. So I was like, what? This is kind of weird. She's just mm. being a normal, normal <laughs> being, mom. Being a normie. Yeah. She kind of bust out her, her spy gear. <laughs> yeah, that kind of is her job. She kind of like doctors a little bit, and then she mm-hmm. just kind of like reassures the stepson briefly. Is like he's like, "You had a daughter." It's like, yeah, I, I have a life. <laughs> oh yeah, there's only like one scene, I guess, where they talk about that. Yeah, um, and then she's she's secretly a Soviet space ape. Yeah, <laughs> she just landed. <laughs> when she just takes up, the shot up on Sputnik. <laughs> up on Sputnik. Um, <laughs> she's a mystique I ape. I don't even know. Um, I thought this movie, like, I, I, I really thought we would maybe struggle a little bit with this movie talking about it, just because it's so. I mean, I guess because partly we're just talking around it. But <laughs> so. at, least at least it's way more fun than I thought it would be. It just, I thought we'd just all be like, "Yeah, this movie's like really good," mm-hmm. and like yeah. it just is. Like, I it don't is know. Really it's good. great. It's, it's, it's great. It's a heavy, heavy flick too. It really made me 
like it definitely had an impact on I, I think I was 21 when I saw mm-hmm. this and it definitely had like a really strong impact on me being like oh you can have a really big summer blockbuster movie and still have it be like intellectual mm-hmm. to a certain degree yeah and I don't think it like over intellectualizes at any point it's no. not like we're the big brain movie like check <laughs> this out i mean i guess even like think, it's it's not even like it makes you think wait what are you gonna say tate well i think it just was like they weren't trying to do anything right. yeah. yeah but it's not trying to be high-minded it just is at certain yeah. points it's not like i don't know watchmen i am legend watch I, <laughs> I, I think you're right i, I am legend tries that <laughs> yeah. and also watchmen tries that where it's reaching really hard to be like we're so smart and insightful look at the state of humanity yeah <laughs> the movie watchman which i like yeah <laughs> i do like it but okay. it's also like yeah yeah i rewatched it recently i'm like this is good <laughs> i still have a whole ending i feel like you're having, <laughs> yeah. a, weird, I feel like you're having a weird like crisis of Zack snyder where you're like you've been watching his films again and you're like these are fine stockholm syndrome <laughs> stockholm yeah pretty much wearing zach holmes and snydrum zach holmes syndrome zach holmes snydrum snydrum Syndrome. Don't don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> I, I did Whatever turn on I Justice know. League and I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd watch this. I like it, yeah, but then good. I didn't. Oh. I did like it a lot. Uh, Army of Army of the Dead. I guess I should have plugged that earlier. I liked a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely has his faults. Uh, Jacob gave me his copy of the director's cut of Sucker Punch, and we'll see how long that sits <laughs> on the shelf, how many decades. But I'll have to get to it at some point. Mm. Still haven't seen Guardians of Gahul, but that's not why we're here uh, today. Guardians of Gahul is fun. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. <laughs> not the only movie he made that has re- to do with owls. I remember seeing that with my mom and sister. I was leaving me, us being like, oh, those owls of Gahul, they sure did. <laughs> They really guarded. Because we just had no idea what the hell was going on that entire movie. We're like, what? <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> I think this movie starts off with like a shot of just the monkeys silently. Oh, because they're going to go hunt the elk. Yeah. Okay. They're just silently going through yeah. the woods. And I wrote down more like Silence of the Apes. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> that's the Silence of the Lambs joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Is <laughs> Cope? No, there's no, there's no real connection. Serial killer monkey. Red Kobo. Is he a serial killer? He's no. just kind of like a Yeah. He's just a, a militant. soldier. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's just very militant, yeah. I really one of my favorite parts is when Koba pretends to be dumb and like walk up to people going like, "Oh, I'm a silly monkey." I do yeah. really like that part. I'm like Koba's so <laughs> smart in like a really scary manipulative yeah. way. Uh-huh. He does that at first cuz he's just like very serious and then he like figures out that he could just be like a dumb monkey and then mm-hmm. they'll like not do anything. Yeah. And like, I, get out of here. And I, really, I really like when he comes back. I mean, it sucks, but like, I really like when he comes back and the guy's just like, hey, give him some of it. Like, he's just like, <laughs> it's the dumb soldier guy's like, oh, give the monkey some booze. It'll be funny. He's like, okay, what are they? He takes the sword. And Kobe just murders him really quick. It's like, Jesus. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's good. It is good. <laughs> I think. Wasn't Koba in the first one? He is, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's played by not Toby Kebble, but it's because he has like a smaller role. And mm-hmm. He's like the second, second. Uh, he's like the main antagonist, you know? Yeah. In, in the this. first one? No, in this. In the second one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. in the second yeah. one. But in the first one. They're friends. Yeah, you don't even notice him, really. Mm-hmm. He's and one I of the apes. I think that's really good. Yeah. Going back and seeing where he he's, came he's from. He's one of like the leaders of, the, of a squadron of apes that Caesar like sends forward. I think he's like the above team. He's still like the most militant in that movie, but he's not like 
up and front and center in terms of character. Mm-hmm. Like I think Rocket has more character who's like his main lieutenant. Mm-hmm. He, Rocket's well, he, huh? He gets the guy in the helicopter. I uh, think. No, that's that's yeah. that's Buck. Well, uh-huh. Buck attacks a helicopter and then Koba throws uh, David Oelwo out. Right, right, he, right, right. David or uh, so many ape names. Uh, uh, Rocket. No, Buck. Uh, I just had Koba. an overload. Koba. Thank you, Koba. Judy Greer. <laughs> Judy Greer. <laughs> Judy Greer should have been Koba. I woke up wearing a, my my Super Yaki shirt that says Judy Greer should have been the lead, and then I put on Donald the Planet of the Apes and not didn't think about it. I was just like. <laughs> Hey, what if she was Caesar? That'd be fun. Because <laughs> she plays Cornelia, his wife. She does? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. You couldn't in the, tell? In that one and... <laughs> what do you mean I couldn't tell? <laughs> she doesn't even speak. She's in the third one, too. <laughs> she she's, doesn't speak. She's an ape. I would have thought... Well, we're not talking about the third one. You can talk <laughs> about it a little bit. I would have thought they would have given her more to do in the third one, but they don't. <laughs> Woody Harrelson just comes in and... You know, and I'm the lead. Yeah, and he says, "Let there be carnage," and, and Andy Serkis says, "I agree." <laughs> he breaks characters. I agree. <laughs> Caesar just lets out the venom. And <laughs> oh no! <laughs> You're right. Symbiote Caesar. <laughs> when's that? When's Absolute Carnage coming out? Or Let there be carnage. October. Uh, yeah, later Ugh. this year. That's oh, a bit of a wait. Lily wants to talk about it. She loves Venom. <laughs> she can totally be on. That sounds fun. I gotta see the first one. Oh, you do. Uh, the first one's great. I, I was really skeptical at first, too, of being like... Tate's <laughs> just, like, laughing. I've heard all about that fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> fish tank. Anyway. What else about Planet of the Apes? It's good. It's good. It's good. Is that all you have to say? I wrote in my notes, Maurice is jailed! Exclamation Maurice. mark. Yeah. They should have brought back... Uh, Paul Giamatti to be the Ooh. orangutan <laughs> from yeah. the Tim Burton one. Yeah, he is kind of the best part of the Tim Burton one. I am. You've been really fun. My favorite part of the Tim Burton one is when the monkey lands from outer space, and all the all the Planet of the Apes are like bow down to him because they think he's like the monkey messiah because he came from space. That's like the only part I really like. Oh, Was yeah, it even right. Earth? Uh, yes. From the past. Yeah, yeah, if he's like sent up in a rocket and then yeah, he gets I like don't. thrown through like a wormhole or something. Because Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg, same thing with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, mm. <sighs> I forgot Mark Wahlberg was in that. Yeah, <laughs> I think he did too. <laughs> Guys, did. let's watch the happening after this. Uh-huh. Sure, why not? <laughs> I've never seen it. Let's do it. I hear it's awful. Ooh, ooh, um, is uh, is Shyamalan a franchise? I, I, mean, I wish he has one. <laughs> And that's we'll cover true. it. Yeah, we'll yeah, Unbreakable. Oh, that's three movies. Oh, uh-huh. I guess yeah. that's a franchise. A franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I covered... mean, if you're saying a franchise in three movies, why are we doing this one? <laughs> oh, but this is like... <laughs> there were originals, and they kind of tie Touché. in. We have to redo a lot of different movies that have three, three years <laughs> in a franchise. Hey, we all know Split is better than Donald Planet of the Apes, okay? Wow. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? <laughs> no! <laughs> I just learned to speak. (laughs) That's what triggered you? No. (laughs) No! Objectively not. Subjectively, maybe. (laughs) Subjectively, maybe. I don't know, man. I will tell you what's alike. (laughs) Obey. I also wrote down, I want to read comics with orangutans. That sounds very pleasant. Yeah, and he's just reading aloud. That does sound nice. Yeah. And he's like hanging out. He's like, oh, oh, oh. 
hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's I'm a, a teen. It's a uh, inter inter. Species. It's a joke that transcends species. Yeah, they both like to hang. Yeah, just in different ways. Do you think that kid died? Yes. <laughs> Wrong kid died. Eventually? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did even think, because... How long between Dawn and War was it? Maybe like a, a few years, because he's just graying. They yeah. said they hadn't seen humans for two winters. They so said, it's been at least two years, That right? kid's dead. Yeah, they, they said <laughs> ten winters. Oh, ten two, winters. Ten winters they've been around, two of which they've never... Oh. The last two they haven't seen wow. any humans. Wow, okay. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. <clears throat> so I think it maybe it's another ten year jump for when the mil- military people. Wow. Maybe five. Yeah. Because that guy in the end says like they're on their way, but maybe that was a bluff. I don't really remember. Yeah. Or they just rewrote the third one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a possibility. Yeah. Well, I think they go north in the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they encounter Woody Harrelson on an accident. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. Well, well, well. <laughs> Come into my bar. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, just <laughs> coming to my bar. Long pause. Cheers. Cheers. Looks at camera. Head twists all the way around. Circular. Oh, man, we should have just been a Woody Harrelson podcast. He's in so many good... Just Woody Harrelson franchise podcast. Because franchises? He's in Hunger Games. Uh-huh. He's in Star Wars. He's in Star Wars? Yeah, Solo. he's in Solo. Did you see Solo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw it on an airplane. You don't remember... You don't remember Woody Harrelson's character's name? Uh, um, Bingo Flop? Y- yeah. Even I don't remember his name. Is that name. his name? No. His name is Bingo Flop. He's also in Zombieland, which is I two see, movies. I did see Zombieland. Yeah. I never saw Double Tap. I remember I Zombieland more than I remember Solo. Wow. <laughs> I liked him in Solo. <laughs> I have to see Solo again. But it's the one that killed the French? Star Wars. It's the Lego Ninjago movie of Star really? Wars. Do you, feel like that, do you really feel like Solo was one that killed the Star Wars like franchise machine? Yeah, I, I think so. so, yeah. Oh, wow. I wasn't excited, really, to see Rise of Skywalker. Mm. They should have just pushed Solo later. It's like, I think it came the summer after um, Last Jedi. It came, Jedi. like, five months after. Yeah, wow. They should have just waited a year and let people, like, re- re- uh, recharge a little bit. Mm. And that would have helped a little bit, at least. But, yeah. I don't know. When do you think we'll see another Star Wars movie? Tobias Beckett. That's his Star Wars name. Tobias cool. Beckett. That's a good name. It's a better, that's better than Bingo <laughs> Flop. Is it, though? Not really. <laughs> I think two or three years. I feel like Bingo Flop is like a dog alien. Yeah. He'll be in the next Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the producers said of Solo. They said, Bingo. And then the audience said, Flop. flop. <laughs> <laughs> bingo Flop. <laughs> Let's just call Solo Bingo Flop from now on. <laughs> sure, I don't care. That's a bit. Another thing I wrote down in all caps was monkeys with guns on horses. Jesus. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. very cool. <laughs> and just the shot they have of them all running in and then just like firing. I'm like, this yeah. is the most... If I, if they were coming at me, that'd be like the scariest I've ever been in my life. Like, yeah. And I'm just thinking of like all the horror movie scenarios. I think that would still be the scariest. Wow, really? like, I mean, I guess there's like this, a lot of horror movie stuff that's like existential and stuff but mm. I, I um, trap you know maybe like, like alone <laughs> in a space station with a xenomorph there you're not gonna pee pee a little bit yeah or um <laughs> uh, i mean at least God. you can get away from the apes <laughs> yeah you can't like, get away from the alien <laughs> what's what's scarier hereditary or an army of apes on horses with machine guns <laughs> more immediate danger probably <laughs> <laughs>
But what would damage you more psychologically? The apes with machine guns <laughs> yeah, shooting me probably. and killing me. <laughs> probably. I have not that dream every night. Not your mom being possessed by a demon. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get to be the demon king in the end. It's fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You're right. There's a plus side. Yeah. There's always there's always a silver lining. <laughs> there's always, you're a demon king. Sometimes written in a playbook. <laughs> did 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 it. Hereditary and Midsummer end the same way? Yeah. I think so. Wow. The main I just thought of that. Yeah, the he main likes protagonist happy endings. becomes evil. Or something, or like well. inherit some like dark mantle. <laughs> they should make Star Wars from the perspective of Palpatine. Don't tempt them. That seems like such a Disney move. <laughs> I would like. Or it. hot off Cruella. It'd be like Cruella. Oh no. Yeah. Where the uh, the Jedi younglings killed his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like that. That's good. Is it? <laughs> no. I mean, look objectively. I can't tell you. Subjectively, yes. <laughs> it's very good. I mean, it's very Star Wars, I'll say that, but... A mob of children? children beat his mom to death with, like, faux lightsabers. Broom Boy comes back and just hits him with oh, a broom. In the past. Yeah. He's a... Well, Looper. Oh, he's oh. a Looper! <laughs> this, is, this is Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Uh-huh. It's And it's not the Brothers Bloom, it's the Brothers Broom. So he finds a clone uh-huh. of himself. <laughs> He clones himself in Camino, becomes a brother's broom, and then he goes and assassinates Palpatine's mom as a Jedi youngling with a broom. Holy shit. Wow. If I haven't tested everyone's patience at this point, <laughs> <laughs> who's listening to this? Um, I. How about when Koba. Koba kind of lost me, where, uh, first of all, when he starts like murdering all the people. And then, <laughs> like, secondly, he lost you. Like, you, it's like, you lost my vote. <laughs> well, first of all, I was like, he, is he, this is the only way he knows. He's just a violent little monster man. And he is right. The people are stockpiling guns and they could kill all the monkeys if they wanted to. <laughs> when you saw Koba standing on the escalator going down, just killing humans, I was like, right before he announced his presidential run. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is just the way he is. This is the way he is. I'd still vote for him. (laughs) I mean, he's keeping me safe from the humies. He gets things done. His economic plan. (laughs) His economic plan seems to be more war. (laughs) (laughs) But I I was horrified when he kills Ash, Rocket's son. Yeah. He just like throws him off the balcony. I was like, Jesus. That's way too far. Mm -hmm. I was like, you're you're like a really bad guy now. Ape doesn't kill ape. You know ape. You know ape. Yeah, and he even tries to like worm out of it at the end. Where he's yeah. like, ape doesn't kill ape. He's like, you're not an ape. <laughs> that was so, really good. Yeah. yeah. Is it in the theater? Everyone's just like, yeah. Ooh. This yeah, this script. Uh-huh. I don't think Matt Reeves uh, did like he he probably did like rewrites and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, some of the it was some of the screenwriters from the first movie, and nice. that's what we're kind of talking about, like the the rise of the Planet of the Apes too. It's like the script is so solid that like I feel like. Some of the weaker parts in that movie is the direction of some of the actors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like that overall story, like they kept those writers for this one, yeah, too. And so it's like the story is very cohesive. Mm-hmm. And then I think Matt Reeves wrote, <clears throat> he co-wrote uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. nice. But Rise was better than it had any right to be. It really was. It was such <laughs> yeah. a surprise. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. I think that's why it got a sequel because yeah. it was a surprise. It could have been such like a schlocky mess, but mm-hmm. it just. Again, it's just so surprising. It was very refreshing and fun. Yeah, because yeah. I, I just always thought, like, oh, Matt Reeves is the one that made it all super, like, serious and, like, grounded. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, the groundwork was already there. There's some, like, unintentionally goofy stuff in Rise. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's still that same tone and yeah. everything. It's still there. 
and like some of the old Planet of the Apes movies are really weird and goofy. But <laughs> <laughs> like some of that I like a lot. Like the fourth one is basically some kind of weird parody. Like it's like a comedy movie. Okay. A comedy of manners movie <laughs> where like comedy of manners. because Cornelius and um Vera, what's her name? Nira, I forget. Eh. They go back in time to normal Earth. Why? Um, because the Planet of the Apes blew up because of the underground nuclear men. Don't worry about it. I want to know more about the underground <laughs> yeah, nuclear men. Yeah, that's good. That was the second one of five where they blew up the planet yeah. of the apes. Yeah. They're, no, they're worse than us. They destroyed the whole planet. Well, no, it was the humans. humans did. Oh, okay. The underground humans. Yeah, the underground oh. nuclear humans from Fallout 4. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ghouls. So then the fourth one's like a comedy of manners because, uh, or is it the third one? Yeah, the third one. Because they're just like learning how humans are and everything. Because learning they've only known again. they've only known humans as like like pets. barbarian people and pets and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I was gonna say learning to walk again. Yeah, he is learning. <laughs> <laughs> learning to walk again. <laughs> did uh did Rod Serling do all five of them? I think he just did the first one. Oh. Okay. Which is almost weird because the second one feels like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> <laughs> but. They're all they're all good. I like them a lot. I, well, I'm very more. I'm all the more intrigued that you mentioned underground nuclear. Men. Yes. <laughs> what? Even if we don't cover it soon, just watch it in your own time. You'll yeah. be like, this is good. <laughs> I mean, there's some parts that are just like real schlocky and like that's what we're talking about. Yeah. It's just like there's some parts that are like it's it's way Rise of the Planet of the Apes is way better than it ought to be, and then mm-hmm. like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was the one I think. That's the first one I saw in theaters, and it just like totally blew me away. It just cements like, itself as like this is a good movie series. It, it really trusts yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. I think it's what made me like Matt Reeves so much. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Too. So yeah. What did he do before? He did Let Me In, which was like mm, the I remake. I never saw that one. I, I saw have, the original. Is that with like the little girl vampire or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the original or the remake. Mm. Um, but I want to now, definitely, after all this. But yeah. And then he did Cloverfield right before that. And Cloverfield was good. Yeah. And that was at the point where I just didn't even know, like... It's like one of those things where I feel like a lot of people still think that where it's like, oh, a film by J.J. Abrams or like produced by J.J. <laughs> Abrams. So like, therefore, he directed it. Uh-huh. I yeah. mean, it's meant to be misleading, too. Mm-hmm. That's the intention of stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. So like, I guess when I saw that movie, I just didn't know who directed it. Mm-hmm. Like, or I didn't process the name. But now in hindsight, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. Cloverfield's really good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really I really like that movie. It's one of my favorite like kaiju movies in general mm. so yeah he's had a good uh trajectory yeah, yeah. and now he's doing the batman yeah mm-hmm. and it looks good it looks really good <laughs> yeah it really does and looks angry as hell but it uh-huh. looks good i guess the original director um rupert wyatt dropped out of the second movie because he thought he couldn't like complete it in time because uh-huh. it was like a really it was like eight month turnaround I'm like how do they even make what? this movie like yeah. i don't understand I, that's what wikipedia said at least um well when the first one came out 2011 that was wow. three years. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I guess by the time they were finished, like, what? I guess Matt Reeves was hired like eight months before the the movie came out. Mm. I mean, therefore he had eight months to make it. But I don't, I don't know. It just sounds like, <laughs> no, I don't know. It's a podcast. I'm not a historian. I'm not a fucking you should historian. Be. <laughs> you should be an ape historian. I don't historian. do research. I just go. <laughs> This mu- <laughs> this movie belongs in a museum. <laughs> Ooh, now I want to see Ape Bianda Jones. 
Apiana Jones. What's the next one? Indiapa Jones. Oh, that's good. It still doesn't work. I think it's better than Apiana Jones. Indiapa Jones is Indiapa Jones. Let us know, listeners. We'll set up a poll later. <laughs> what was I even talking about? Oh, Rupert Wyatt dropped out because he yeah. thought he couldn't finish complete the film in, in the amount of time. He's probably it's one of those things where it's just like I think originally wasn't Ryan Johnson supposed to direct episode nine like way back in the day? Yeah. No. Or Colin, just write Colin it. Trevorrow. But oh, I feel like even before right. then, I think oh. he was supposed to direct both. But maybe he was supposed to just write eight and nine. I always maybe. remember Colin Trevorrow change. being on nine and then he had to opt out for some reason or if he was annoying. He got fired. Or he got <laughs> they fired. pushed him yeah. out. Yeah. Because of whatever Book of Henry, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Book of Henry, but I think everyone in the world understands. <laughs> but I am very excited for the new Jurassic World movie. I'm I so never saw the second one. Hey, it's good. The second one's fun. <laughs> it's good. The, the first, brother, the first really act, like. the first act, the first act is really stupid and idiotic, <laughs> yeah. and it's dumb. And then it gets really, really crazy. <laughs> my brother and my dad watched it, and they said it was one of the worst movies they've <laughs> ever seen. I mean, it's not good in like a, like a good way. Yeah, notice I say not, it's not good. It's fun. It's crazy. Objectively, well, that's good. Objectively, yeah. not good. Subjectively, really good. Subjectively, would you like, better than Dawn of the Planet. Of the would you like to pay? No. For, no. Would you like joking. to pay bargain bin prices for a dinosaur? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a Triceratops <laughs> can be yours for roughly like. $50,000. What? Yeah, a full dual triceratops. I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, just any middle-class person can own a dinosaur <laughs> at some point. It's less than a house. Yeah, it really is. Just buy a dinosaur and uh, live when, on top of it. When it dies, <laughs> live This inside. lovely Velociraptor version 2.458 is selling now for the low, low price of nine ninety nine. dollars I think the story in that movie is pretty stupid i mean i like the second half but i think the direction's really good j.a mm. bayona directed it and he did like the impossible mm. and the orphanage i think which i still haven't seen oh i think he did uh that one with liam neeson as a tree yeah oh, the, i saw that on a calls. plane i never saw it i saw it on a plane i read I the book it. though it's really sad yeah the movie's very <laughs> sad. one of those things about getting over death uh, cancer cancer yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I probably should have read that one when i was a child but <laughs> i didn't <laughs> I read uh, what's called Badger's Home Homecoming Gift is what I read. Ooh, what is that? It's it's about a it's about a badger who's dying and then he leaves little presents to all his like woodland animal friends and it kind of follows his last moments in life and he passes away and goes into like badger heaven. Oh, is it good? <laughs> yeah, it's very sweet. Oh, okay, it really helped me. It sounds like That's a very nice. sad yeah. Mister Toad. Exactly, it's, it's a very sad not wind not, in the not Mr. Tobo. What's, what's the two frog friends? Who are those guys? You remember those books? The two frog friends, Pepe and Pepe, Pepe and Doge. The the adventures of Pepe and Doge. Kim, our guest last year, said that our society is getting much stupider. I'm like, yep. If anyone's proof of it, I am. <laughs> it's, it's Frog and Toad. That's who it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds right. What it's, about Franklin? I don't think Franklin ever ever got that sad or upsetting in any way. I think Franklin got lucky enough to stay at your house and got to come over to play. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He wasn't invited. He came over. (laughs) We didn't want him here. (laughs) Franklin is Bilbo's nightmare. (laughs) Julian, stop inviting Franklin. (laughs) He's Uh, in the house. Do you think Franklin liked Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? 
should ask him. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's about animals rising up against humans. That's I, true. It already happened in Franklin. Caesar gave it to every animal. Oh yeah, yeah. He handed out VHS copies of this. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, like like the virus. He just sprayed oh. it at a turtle, and that's Franklin. We did wonder about this earlier too in the last episodes. Like, are other animals super sentient? It's mm-hmm. like, no, but I guess you'd have to be an ape in the first place. Like, they're yeah, already very smart. Yeah, I it's guess based could, on the pigs the are smart. Genome. The genome? Yeah. Oh, right, because it's close to humans. Because right. it's like, oh, octopuses are really smart, but I guess they're not. Aren't pigs kind of close to us, too? Ooh, or is that, like, anatomy-wise? Because so. people use, like, pigs for, like, anatomy stuff. Yeah. I don't know how smart a pig is. They're pretty smart. They're smarter than dogs. Oh. Yeah, pigs are smart. Mm-hmm. And we eat and them. And yet we eat them. <laughs> <laughs> and we eat them. They know what's happening, and we eat them. No, don't say that. <laughs> um... Man, we we've just done, like well, we, we've talked about the movie. We've there talked is, about yeah. There's just so much. Like, okay, we need. What's another point? <laughs> there's a dam. <laughs> we haven't talked about the dam. It's very important. There's very smart beavers on the dam. No, <laughs> they have to get the power working for the city. Yes, that that's the whole like crux of the story. Is yeah. that like they need to get this thing working, otherwise they're screwed. <laughs> And Caesar and the apes live near it or own it or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, you can't work here. You're humans. And they go out of the way to do every single bad thing they can to make Caesar that, upset. That one guy. Yeah. yeah. Kobe just did, brains later. Why does he come? <laughs> why do they don't come back? Like for like the second part of negotiations. Uh-huh. Like after I was like, you don't get to come for this part. Like you already pissed them off once. Idiot. He like pulls a shotgun on a baby monkey. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That's not good. Not totally <laughs> deranged. If I was Caesar, I would have at least hit that guy across the jaw and like ape no kill ape, but like ape smack you around. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> ape gotta smack you around. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, that's what he's ape fight ape, but ape family. <laughs> ape can punch human every once in a while. <laughs> ape can make him kick a human in the nuts and not feel too bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there is there is a lot to it. Yeah. Uh, oh, just I I love the setup, political stuff. Yeah. yeah, I love the geographic setup of where everybody is. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that's like right outside of the Golden Gate Bridge. Like they, the apes just kind of escaped like to the woods and just never moved. Mm-hmm. And built a um, little house. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, which uh, it's a big house. It's not a little it's a giant house. <laughs> I was gonna say I like the architecture. It looks so like non-human. It's like the yeah. jutting out log. Uh-huh. Like the architecture is really cool. Uh, the uh, secret third co-host, Lily, Lily Young. Yeah, was uh, she was just texting. She started watching this movie before me, mm-hmm. and she was just sent me a picture and just saying like, oh, like the ape settlement is so soothing. Like it's such like a mood or whatever. Like yeah. it's just like. I want to live in this ape, yeah. <laughs> ape settlement. Like it's just very calming, and you're like out in nature. Mm-hmm. It's just nice. Cloudy San Francisco day. Post a picture on Instagram. <laughs> ha- hashtag goals. Woke up to this this morning. <laughs> on on Caesar's like little, little like rock, pride rock with his symbol on. It's just like about to make a proclamation. <laughs> <laughs> just live streaming. Yo 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 humans. <laughs> And then all the humans have to go across the Golden Gate Bridge. I just always love the Golden Gate Bridge in these movies as like a like a portal, basically, mm. between mm-hmm. human and ape. That's cool. So I really like that setup. And then just this is the movie where like Caesar really has to prove himself as a leader in a lot of ways where mm-hmm. and like figure out finally like I guess cement his like political ideologies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I was wrong because I, I I trusted Koba because he was an ape. Uh-huh. But just because he's an ape doesn't mean he was right. 
mm-hmm. and like humans we're more like humans than we thought and like i like that a lot i always like the idea of um i talked about this on the podcast i did on on uh my last guest, Kim Labick's yeah. podcast, uh, flip, flip the, the script. script. Flip the script. <laughs> Go check it out, and the Planet Apes episode on that. But I'm really fascinated by, oh, like kind of like an AI too, where it's just like, oh, like what's going to come after us mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. like humanity, and like sometimes it's like I just always assumed it would be something better, like and just more advanced. Mm-hmm. But like as I get older, I'm just like, oh, whatever like comes after us could just like fail just as bad, or if not worse than us. Yeah. yeah, it's just a different thing. And it's like that's what I find really interesting about this movie too. It's the apes are taking over, but they just make mistakes just like us. They're very we're very similar. I'm wondering if there that's, is like an afterlife situation. I hope there is. I certainly do. I prescribe to it, in fact. But an apter life. An apter life. But I like <laughs> the idea of like there's a viewing place or like a big theater almost where you can walk inside. It's like. How is Earth doing now that you're gone? (laughs) And just saying like, oh, hey, look, uh, lizards are in control of planet Earth now. That's (laughs) neat. (laughs) Cool. They're they're controlled now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm really here. They're called the the Clintons. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Richard Nixon is a cat. (laughs) The third one goes into a lot of that, too, about Mm -hmm. like the humanity of the apes Mm -hmm. and how they're different from us or in the same. And I think in the third one, we also see that like a uh, human's human's intelligence is like going down because of like the disease and they can't use like motor functions so well anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like losing the ability to speak. Yeah. And they yeah. can't even, like hold tools anymore. Cause their hands like shake or like, they're just like stiff. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like bad at that point. It's so weird. It must be so weird to be Caesar. Cause like you didn't create that. There's even like a scene in this where they talk about that. It's like, Oh, like you can't be mad at the apes. The apes didn't create this. Like mm-hmm. a human created this. They're just, we're, they're they the were just thrust into yeah. this. I guess Caesar created more apes, but like either wait, if Caesar never released, well, I guess that, okay, never mind. I was going to say if Caesar never made the other apes smart with this simian virus have spread as much. And yeah, it would have, because that one pilot yeah, got coughed like, on. Like the apes don't spread the virus. It's, yeah. Oh, humans do. Yeah, it's a human-to-human virus, right? Mm -hmm. But then he would have been the only smart one. Yeah. Then he'd be sad and alone. Exactly. He'd be a god among them, or, like, it'd be less... And he couldn't secure a lineage of apes. Mm -hmm. He'd be a a one-generation thing of him, and then they'd just go back to be monkeys. Yeah. And it's just so weird how grounded this movie is, and it's just, like, it all works, even though, like... I guess that's the... I mean, it's kind of obvious, but, like, the first Planet of the Apes... They really play it up in that movie where it's just like, whoa, <laughs> the apes are in control now. Yeah. It's like a very like. Ah! They don't even look like apes, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's humans in fur makeup. Yeah. And that's a, yeah, that's another note I put in this movie. I'm like, oh, I really like how it's just like the early age of ape mm-hmm. in this before they like are wearing clothes and everything. Yeah. Like, even in the third one, they start to look more human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how Jack Caesar is, though, in this movie. He just stands up, chest puffed out. He's just, like, walking around. Yeah. That's another thing they got really good is the um, the physicality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy Circus was really good there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Always. when I saw this in theaters, I was like, Andy Circus should get an Oscar for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't even remember what came out that year. I was like... You should just get it. <laughs> I was legitimately disappointed that he didn't even get nominated. Mm-hmm. Well, they're so mean to him. They don't even get any nominated for Golem, did they? I don't think so. No. But yeah. I think mean, there's an less. argument that the a lot of the VFX artists are involved and... Mm. It's not all of his performance. But like, come on. But I mean, his face <laughs> and his physicality is. Yeah, that's know? true. Like, he's doing everything. It's just like if I slapped on like an EMP mask on Frodo and was like, now go. You have a <laughs> dog head now. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, he sh- he should have been nominated. Mm-hmm. If only. It's kind of like one of the best. I mean, I know there's so many good performances in movies, but <laughs> I it's, mean, it's like it's definitely it's. I think it's on par with some of the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's his role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did it. He made it cool. Yeah. Do you think everyone like in the theater class has ever done like I'm today I'm doing Gollum's monologue from Lord of the Rings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they just hunch down and they get to it. That's, that would be good. <laughs> I would give them whatever part they wanted if I was the director of like, high school production. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Who do you want to be? <laughs> yeah, you, you get to be it. I don't care how shitty it was. You did it. <laughs> That'd be a great like physical exercise, right? So you have, yeah, for this version part of Glass, you all have to do the Gollum monologue. No, I don't care. You're doing it. <laughs> Horrible. What else? Do do we feel com- comfortable in our discussion of Planet of the Apes? No. <laughs> no, okay. Something I really, uh, really liked that I didn't really realize the first time watching this movie. I think this mm-hmm. is only the second time I've seen this movie. Yeah. But Caesar's really the only ape that has had, like, a long history with humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maurice even makes a point of saying that. So it's like, oh, like, I don't know humans as well, nearly as well as you do. Like, you you lived with them. I I was, they were just mean when I knew yeah. them because they lived in that, like, little zoo prison thing. Yeah, he lived in a zoo and then he lived at, he lived at a circus and then a zoo. Right, so like, yeah. yeah I, I've, been, a... I've been treated shitty my entire life, so. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really fascinating to me. And then also when Caesar's watching the tape, like the mini DV tape or whatever <laughs> that James Franco had of them, just like, Oh yeah, he's just being nostalgic and has some memories of this thing that like no human will ever understand this. No ape will ever, ever understand this. He is the bridge between them and mm-hmm, therefore mm-hmm. he needs to be the leader yeah, to bring everybody together. And like Koba never had that understanding. And once Caesar's dead, no ape will ever have that history again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. That's just very fascinating for me to think about. There, yeah. there are the ape laws also on the wall. There was that third one. I couldn't remember what it was, but it was something you mentioned in the first uh, epi- first episode of this. Uh, I don't, well, there's ape must not kill ape. Um, there's ape no kill ape. Ape no harm ape. And then like the third one was like a sentence, but I was I was like, oh, that's the thing uh, Tyler was talking about, but I can't remember what it was anymore. It's like the the laws of robotics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. Fun fact. When I paused this movie, I rented it on Apple, yeah, uh, on iTunes or whatever. Solid. And when it went to the screensaver, it was the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> and nice. then I pressed play, and then there was apes on the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, wow. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the Golden Gate Bridge a lot lately, it feels like, mostly for me, because I watched like the New Horizon Forbidden West trailer, mm-hmm. and I was like, I didn't even notice that they were in San Francisco. And so, yeah. like, so I was like, they're in San Francisco, and there's the Golden Gate Bridge right there. I was like, fuck, I didn't even notice it was there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't blame me. I, Looks just like a pointed tower at that it point. They're ruined skyscraper in that world. Yeah, and I know that the developers are in Europe, so I was thinking, oh, wow. like, how well do they even really know San Francisco? Yeah, you look enough pictures, and you're just like, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, 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 that's. But the geography, yeah, the they gotta get the streets right. Well, I think it looks like <laughs> there are no streets anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's been ten thousand years that's or something so like that. It's that's too, too long. hard to think of. <laughs> It's like enough to give you an existential crisis. <laughs> How are there even humans still? I, I think like doesn't the world end? The humans went in a bunker underground and then like reemerged. A very kind of fallout situation. No, they were like embryos or something. Oh yeah, right. And they were raised. Spoilers by the for Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Well, not 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 the big twist. Is not. No. Oh. 
There, 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 there's a bigger one, so I don't you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. Right? I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember the twist. I well, guess. Well, it's perhaps who her mother is. Oh, if you recall. At that point, I didn't really see it as a twist. <laughs> I kind of guessed. <laughs> you didn't think because she looked just like the woman in the hologram? <laughs> no, she did. I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm making, I'm making a joke. It, it is incredibly obvious. Yeah, I think it was more interesting that the humans, the robots decided when the humans could come back. Yeah. There was no override thing like, it's time. No, it is not. Yeah. That was fun, though. Mm-hmm. I can't find the laws. Ape laws. Yeah. I just remember from Battle of the Planet of the Apes, which is like the final mm-hmm. original series, there's the law of like, ape shall not kill ape. And then there's a law that Caesar gives to humans is that humans must never say no to an ape. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> yeah. authoritarian. Yeah, it's very <laughs> aggressive. But then he realizes, because humans are still living with apes at that point, like mm. they're actually in a settlement together yeah mm-hmm. um he doesn't mean it in like a very possessive way i think like he just like realizes throughout that movie like like the error of his ways because there yeah. is i think his name's aldo which mm-hmm. is basically koba yeah and uh he's the more militant ape mm-hmm. that's just like the one and then and then it's the same it, a lot of this movie is inspired by it, it takes elements from battle of the planet apes mm-hmm. okay cool um which ultimately ends in Aldo and Caesar fighting in a tree, and then Aldo like falls off the tree. Like this is a way better fight in this yeah. one. Like, <laughs> this is just like way cooler, way better budget, and mm-hmm. like just looks amazing. Like I yeah. really like the the third act sequence in this. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, yeah, they'll find the skyscraper is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the explosion halfway mm-hmm. through the fight, uh-huh. and it's just like pure mayhem. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, very epic. A really good one one shot take. Also. I was just oh yeah came to mind while they were running through this the buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, when Jason Clark's running through the building to get like the med kit or something. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. The oh, one. is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was really good. It's like Children of Men or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Children of God. Apes. I remember when Jacob sat me down to watch that. that movie, and he was like, he was like, we're gonna sit down, we'll watch Planet of the, we're not Planet, we're gonna watch Children of Men. I was like, oh yeah, you say this movie's really good. And I was like, oh my god, this is like one of the saddest, most upsetting <laughs> movies I've seen in a long time. I liked it. <laughs> It's still a bummer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it could be it's good, but still movie. a bummer. It is a Tate movie. <laughs> <laughs> what about in the very ending when uh, Caesar and the apes are in the light, and then the, the dude who's his friend is fate, has to fade to the darkness, like humanity is being left behind in favor of the next generation of species? That's how I took it, at least, where he just fades yeah. into the dark, and I was like, well, there you go. He's like, gone. I like it, but <laughs> I, I mean... I guess the humans are really upset by the apes taking over their city. But like, I wish Jason Clark at least went with them and was like their human friend because he's immune. I guess all the people there are immune, yeah, so they're, they're not yeah. degenerating. Yeah. So that means that there will be humans that are still smart. I don't know. I, I think at this point, the rest of the apes wouldn't accept them. Like, yeah. Like, Caesar right. can offer his protection, but it, it'd only be a matter of time before something broke loose. And Yeah. But yeah. there's just so the much. City was theirs. Yeah. There's so much like visual thematic resonance in this movie like that. Mm. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's good. good. <laughs> Anything else? I think I mean I just going through my notes, I was like, man, there's there's a lot that I wrote down, but I feel like we covered so much of this movie. I agree. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you guys um I don't know. I don't even want to say anything that we didn't like. I just wanted to note, I guess, that when they're having the celebration of the power being back on mm-hmm. that all the humans are dancing and then yeah. you hear the music and it sounds like some kind of like Ewok music. <laughs> nub, nub, nub. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember the music. Yeah. It was like some like 
chill drumming and stuff. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, well, if they have power back, they could play any song. <laughs> they were they playing have. something. There was, what song was it? It was play like an Ewok music song. White boy. Oh, that's at the no, that's at the gas station. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. but when they, like at the actual settlement. Oh yeah. They're playing Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm not even like criticizing it. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But, there's nothing much I can think of to criticize. Like not not, not that we need to either. No, it's but just like I don't know. Like this is not a movie I want to watch every no week. <laughs> yeah, maybe not even. Maybe not even even uh, maybe not even every year, but like mm-hmm. every couple of years. But like this movie is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's heavy. That's like why it's a weird mix as a blockbuster because um, it is War- very heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And War of the Planet of the Apes, like this is the one that made the most. I think it made almost eight hundred million dollars <sighs> worldwide. Mm-hmm. And then Rise of the Planet of the Apes before this made like four something, four hundred something. Mm-hmm. And then War uh, War of the Planet of the Apes made four hundred something. Like it, there was a, a dip after this. Yeah, but I mean, because uh, people like my uncle walked out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he still paid. Did he get rich? That's fun? true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. That's not a good sign. <laughs> walked out of it. But yeah, I'm really excited to revisit the third one. Mm-hmm. Me too. We're going gonna, to war. Gonna go war home and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see your pensive ape torture film. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You'll it's get a, through this Caesar. It's a Tate movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's that's uh that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> that's the end of that chapter. Close the book on the apes. Zoom in on Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Zoom in on Tyler's eyes. We're going to the next one. <laughs> I had a game and I already forgot it. Oh man. Because oh. yours was last time. I was like, what kind of ape would yeah, you be? Yeah, what kind of ape would you be? What kind of Gary Oldman would you be? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Part of me feels like he wouldn't be able to lead the humans, but I'd like to be the him and Leon the professional and just be like totally manic and out of my mind. <laughs> He's tired of their Mickey Mouse bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tired of your King Kong bullshit. <laughs> Kong bullshit. Yeah, I figured he would go more unhinged, but mm. he didn't. He's mm. very collected the entire time. Yeah. I feel like I'd be the the Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah. Gary Oldman. <laughs> Just having a bunch of prosthetics on your face. Yeah, just <laughs> just sitting there and letting the prosthetics act for me. <laughs> Roasted. I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm just, I'm just I, dunking on it. It's yeah. still good. No, it's a good dunk. I really don't like that movie. Letting <laughs> the prosthetics act for you. But uh, I think Cutter likes that movie a lot. Yeah, he so does. if he hears this, he'll be like, good movie. He'll issue a correction, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tyler, which Gary Oldman would you be? Mm, I like this game. Um, <laughs> I would say Dracula. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I think uh, it's not a like the uh, Fifth Element. Gary Oldman would be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but I don't have enough like personal connection to that movie to be yeah. like that. But yeah, I think the Dracula one, especially when he's like full on Dracula with the big hair and the robes, <laughs> it's just really funny. Old man Drac. Yeah, old man Dracula. I would I would be him. It's tight. Um, yeah. Wait, Tate, did you say one? Yeah, Winston yeah, Churchill. Oh, Winston Churchill. Okay. <laughs> so, audience, let us know what Gary Oldman you'd like to be. Is it the New York and San Francisco Gary Oldman from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> Slash the Dark Knight. Slash, Slash the Dark the Knight. Dark Knight. <laughs> he pretty much is Gordon in that movie. <laughs> yeah. They do call him the commish in this. <laughs> hey, commish! <laughs> Where's the Batman? You know he got turned into a monkey eight years ago. The ultimate sting operation. Damn it, he decided they were right. Carrie Russell, the Soviet ape. 
<laughs> Finally so got Batman. Oh, man. Oh, man. The Ape and the Bat. That's the fourth one. <laughs> the Ape and the Bat. But, uh, yeah, I think that's... <laughs> that's it. What else can we really say about this movie? Nothing. We talked about everything about it and around it. The like, sun is coming up. We recorded, <laughs> we recorded this at dawn. <laughs> Sun's going down, big guy. The next time... <laughs> How many more references can we get in before we just finally hit end recording? You want this episode just stop? Yeah. Well, finish it then. Do what you do what you must. (laughs) Finish it. Finish it. (laughs) Throw it into the fire. Well, no, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) Well, Tate. Tate Hollander, thank you yes. so much for joining us today. Yeah, it to was talk fun. About Apes. It was fun. Yeah. It was. I'm glad we had a lot of fun talking about a very serious movie. <laughs> yeah, right. A lot of tangents. <laughs> yeah. But uh That's the show. A lot of a lot of <laughs> bananjins. That you're, doesn't you're really <laughs> just trying to shoehorn. You really just though. ruined this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna say. No. You really <laughs> just get out of here. It. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Tate. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug before we go? No. <laughs> Watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Watch uh, what was good. I don't know. Kitchen. Maravis Town was fun. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. In it wasn't scene fun. Kitchen. It was depressing. It's a Tate show. Crime Scene Kitchen was good. Uh, I feel like there's something. All right, sir, I have to cut off your mic, sir. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Click, snip the wire. You don't have any. You, that's fine. No, I have okay, nothing. okay, that's fine. I just I don't want to give you opportunity. Connery, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role playing games, you'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role playing podcast hosted by me and four other friends, and we play Starfinder, the RPG game. It's a lot of fun. Over a hundred hours of content waiting for you to devour. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> follow me on Instagram at Tiny Vites for any photo shoots I'm doing. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Franchise Pod. Take me to face at TikTok. I didn't know there was, was a TikTok. Surprise, it was a surprised face. <laughs> I need to do more TikToks. I've only done like three. You don't need to. Yeah, I need to do. I need to do like. Is a, that app already like coming to a close? Is it? Is it not? I feel like it I kind of is. I don't know. It won't when I do a song mashup I, for uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That'll bring it back. That'll bring It'll it be back. a song by the Bunkies. Good. Good. Or Bananarama. Yeah. Or <laughs> Bananas. Like I'll, I'll set up a poll. I'll let them decide. Like Gwen Stefani, but this day is Bananas for mm-hmm. any of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, follow us at all those places. At Franchise Pod. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com. With any questions, comments, concerns. Corrections. Corrections. <laughs> all the C's. Uh, correct us if we've done anything wrong to <laughs> to wrong your personal life, I I'm guess. S- I'm sorry about the Disney discourse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And if we cut it out, we're still sorry. <laughs> we're still sorry. <laughs> well, thank you to Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. And until next time, this isn't a quote, but mm-hmm. I just can't wait to, much like Rocket, follow Caesar. To the ends of time. I believe in Caesar. I believe in democracy. <laughs> I, I believe in Harvey Caesar. <laughs> Caesar Dent. Democracy. <laughs> I believe in Caesar. Uh, all right. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>